Hello everyone! What's, What's babbling? This is Psychobabbles with Miranda and Lauren. Or Lauren and Miranda. Or Miranda and Greg. Greg. The thing is though, they're going to be really confused because I think we introduced that later, like in the unit 12 or 13. Because oh. we recorded this entire podcast except for episode 65, which is this one, and 66, which is the next one. Okay. So we just like introduce something that they're gonna have no idea what that is <laughs> anyway this is episode 65 like i said and we're back in unit 11 and so today's topic is the internet and older adults so we're gonna talk about so you can hear my clicking we're gonna discuss how older adults are just impacted by the internet because we were talking about children before but now we're done with children yeah yeah we're on to older adults um and by older adults um, well, this one study considers older adults to be 66 and older, but I feel like that's pretty old. Let me look. Eh. Well, these, this one was 65 and up, and then there's another one later that's 50 to 100. This one's 65 and up. So you can kind of get the age range there. Okay. Um, so again, I'm going scriptless. I don't have a script. So we're just going to go through the studies that I had to read. And there were kind of a lot. So hopefully it won't take that long. Oh, I got something stuck in my tooth. Oh, it's going to bug me. Anyway. um, So the first one was looking at maintaining cognitive function with the internet use in like the older generation. Um, this was a six-year longitudinal, longitudinal study. And they used older adults, 66 and older, from Sweden and Amsterdam. Um, and this was basically just a self-report study. Um, and there was a score from a mini mental state examination. Um, and so they kind of set like an internet use baseline. And so in Sweden, it was 26.4% of like internet use. And then 17% in the Netherlands. Um, and they actually saw a negative regression, which is like a decrease and, or like a decrease. So they're talking about like cognitive function. So they were showing how the internet use, how much internet they use correlates to their cognitive decline, because as you get older, like your cognitive, cognitive functioning just like slows down and stuff like that. And so... It went from 9.2% in Sweden. So it didn't go from, because these are two different studies. Sorry, again, scriptless. I'm trying to make it through this. But anyway. Doing great, thank sweetie. you. So the it was 9.2% in Sweden for cognitive decline, and then 17% in the Netherlands. So now I'm questioning whether those first numbers were just the normal, like where they started. Well, no, because... No, I'm confusing myself. They're two different statistics. So, but anyway, they saw a decrease and this suggests that internet use decreased cognitive decline. So basically like the more that, the more older adults use the internet, the less their cognitive ability declined. So internet use is actually good for cognitive ability. Yay. Yay. Okay, let's move on to the next one because I already struggled through that first one. Um, the next one was improving social support for older adults through technology and this was from a PRISM randomized controlled trial. 
So PRISM stands for Personal Reminder Information and Social Management. Um, and so like one group of adults randomized got this PRISM system. And then the other group got this like system. Like, it was like the binder condition. So it's like they had a notebook with paper content. Um, and they measured like social isolation, social support, loneliness, well-being. Um, those were the primary ones. And then for like secondary ones, they had computer proficiency and like attitudes towards technology. Um, and they actually found that the PRISM group reported significantly less loneliness and increased perceived social support and well-being at six months. Also, there was a trend of decline in social isolation and an increase in computer self-efficacy, proficiency, and comfort with computers. So basically, pretty positive results from the PRISM group. Um, this suggests that access to, to technology like application or like technological applications like enhance social connectivity and reduce loneliness among older adults. Um, and it also has the potential to change attitudes towards technology and increase tech self tech self efficacy. So older adults should be able like should be using the internet, you know, they shouldn't be afraid of it. Because yeah. so far we're seeing some benefits. Um, they also looked at socioeconomic and lifestyle factors related to instrumental activity of daily living dynamics. Um, it looks like this was also a longitudinal study. And so what they did was they investigated socioeconomic, demographic, and lifestyle factors that predict incident, instrumental activity of daily living impairment, and recovering. So here they looked at 8,154 individuals. Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah, without any difficulty in activities of daily living. Um, and those they that was just a sample selected from 11,391 participants. Mm. Um, so basically they had a lot of numbers. And what they found here is that higher socioeconomic status, better quality of life, vigorous physical activity, paid work, digital literacy, and cultural leisure activities had significantly lower risk of instrumental activity of daily living impairment. Um, so yeah, all those things like decreased chances of impairment. And they're all mo modifiable factors too, so they can adjust. So it's just things that like they can work on. And one of them was digital literacy. So again, internet. Good for older adults. Ooh. Moving on. Hopefully this was actually the main point of what this was. This is honestly better, though, than me trying to write a script, though. <laughs> um, because, again, I've mentioned it so many times, but I'm not interested in developmental psychology. Um, so I, this is all good information to know for, like, when I get older. Or, like, well, my parents are pretty good with technology. So, like, when they get older, too. But again, I'm just not interested in developmental psychology. And so this one's a little tough for me. But anyway, let's move on to the next one, which is predictors of older adults' technology use and its relationship to depressive symptoms and well-being. So this one, again, they had a lot of participants. They had 8,000 Medicare beneficiary beneficiaries age 65 and older. Um, and I guess what they found here is that the more frequently older adults used information communication technologies, the better their executive function was and their self-rated health. So they had lower chronic disease, higher well-being, and just better social integration. So again, positive results. <laughs> That's the main theme here. Ooh, we love positive results. Positive results. 
Um, I think we only have a couple more studies to get through here. Oh, just kidding. There's a lot. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, the next one, internet use and psychological wellness during late adulthood. Here they controlled for demographic differences and, um, and they still found that internet use and self-efficacy remained significant. Um, and this basically was just saying older adults who used internet more had higher perceptions of self-efficacy than those who used the internet like rarely at all. Um, let me just look what that means. Yeah, so that's just like their belief in how how successful they can be in performing with like the internet. And so obviously like if they use the internet more, they felt better. Okay, wait. I actually don't know how that relates to psychological wellness. Maybe they just felt better about themselves. Apparently I didn't take enough notes about this one. So we're just going to move along and ignore that. Cool. Yep. Cool. Again, publication bias of my podcast. <laughs> We're getting rid of the one that I didn't write notes down for. The next one is internet use and well-being in older adults. Again, this is a different one, but they had 5,203 old, older adults, 65 and up. And this one, they found that higher levels of internet internet use were significant predictors of higher levels of social support, reduced loneliness, better life satisfaction, and psychological well-being. Again, Positive results. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So it's showing the internet's good. Here we have another one, internet use and cognitive functioning. Does it also show positive results? I'm going to say it probably does. Yay. Good guess. Um, so here they explored reciprocal association between internet use and cognitive functioning over two years. Um, and just basically like whether increased internet use leads to better cognitive functioning. Um, or if older people have better cognitive functioning is what leads to greater use of the internet. So they're trying to figure out which one is the cause here. And this one, they use 14 countries. So guess how many participants they had? 20,000. That's a pretty good guess, but you're off. You're too low. 25,000. Still off. Too low. 30,000. Okay, that's closer. They had 29,576 participants. 29,000 is a lot, but 14 countries, mm. but they were aged, aged between 50 to 100. Um, and here they found that internet use had greater impact of cognitive functioning than the other way around. So they're saying that using the internet has a greater impact on your cognitive functioning versus cognitive functioning having an impact on internet use. So basically, internet use is more beneficial than your ability to cognitively function. Mm. Because internet use can help you cognitively function. Um, and then this just in- indicates that using the internet positively affects cognitive functioning, which is basically what I just said. So there you go. Guess what? Positive results. <laughs> um, I think oh, there's so many. Okay, I guess we'll just keep chugging along. I'm trying to figure out if I should just get rid of some, but I, again, didn't review this before we started this. So we're just going to keep chugging along. Uh, The next one is internet use, social engagement, and health literacy decline during aging. Um, This one was looking at whether internet use and social engagement protect against health literacy decline. Um, Independent of cognitive decline. Here they had 4,368 men and women. And they found that consistent internet use was protectively associated with health literacy decline. 
So basically, consistent internet use helps guard against. Okay, again, I think there may have been a typo here. I don't know what protectively associated means. I think that means that it. I can't remember if it was supposed to be positively associated or it might be protectively where it's like consistent internet use helps protect against health literacy decline. So it doesn't like increase your health literacy, but it protects it from declining. So I don't think it's a typo, actually. I think I just misunderstood. So anyway, um, internet use and social engagement may help older adults maintain their health literacy. So it is protect. Um, so their health literacy, it doesn't get better but it also doesn't get worse because it's protected. Positive results. Um, the next one, an analysis of the impact of cell phone use on depressive symptoms among Japanese elders. Here, they looked at the use of cell phones related to lower levels of depressive symptoms, controlling for like sociodemographic characteristics and also physical health conditions. Um, Nope, that's not what they looked at. That's what they found. They found that use of cell phones were related to lower levels of depressive symptoms when controlling for those characteristics in men. And then they found protective effects of using cell phones persisted among women. Um, so basically, cell phones appear to be important contributors to psychological well-being. And they should prioritize their access to new technologies for older adults. So again... Positive results. We got a common theme here. Mm -hmm. I think there's two more. Nope, there's three more. Okay, so outdoor activity among older adults. Here is, what are they looking at? Older internet users participated more frequently in outdoor activities. So this is understanding how like it influences behavior. Or like the understanding of how the internet influences behavior is limited. But here they surveyed 1,117 65 up participants. And like they saw that these internet users were more likely to participate in outdoor activities because the internet has information source for, uh, for these people to like see what's going on, if that makes sense. Um, so they can get the information online and go participate in outdoor activities versus like waiting for someone to tell them. And so it also like brought them closer with the community. And now when I'm going off pure memory because I didn't take good notes on that one. So if I'm wrong, then I guess I'm wrong. But again, Lauren's not going to fact check me. <laughs> but hopefully I don't get downgraded for that. Anyway, on to the next one, internet use and cancer preventive behaviors in older adults. Um, this found that consistent internet users were more likely than never users to report CRC screening, uh, weekly, moderate, vigorous physical activity, and five or more daily servings of fruit and vegetables, and are also less likely to smoke. So they were actually more likely to participate in like cancer preventive behaviors. Mm -hmm. All because of the internet. Actually, not all because, but, like, there's a correlation. So, positive effects. Next, we have English Longitudinal Study of Aging. Can internet slash email reduce cognitive decline? And here they had 6,442 participants aged 50 to 89, and they followed them for eight years. 
Um, and they ended up finding that higher education, no functional impairment, fewer depressive symptoms, no diabetes, and internet slash email use predicted better performance in delayed recall. So, digital literacy may help reduce cognitive decline among persons aged 50 to 89. Positive results. Positive results. Positive results. Um, so, yeah, those were all the studies that were part of this assignment. Um, there were a lot there. And, again, I didn't review them, so I'm sorry if they didn't really make sense. Um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Did, I did. Did you? I didn't. But that's my own personal opinion. And that's what we do on here. We share our thoughts. Um, and we love positive results. So basically, like, don't be afraid of letting your elders use the internet. Because it's good for them. Anyway, that's it. Okay, bye. You want to say bye? Bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by... Just kidding. You thought we had a sponsor? We actually don't. Miranda procrastinates too much. So I hope you enjoy the last few seconds of just music as we suffer through these next couple of days of trying to get all these episodes done. Goodbye. (laughs)